Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Live around Australia on SEN Track, welcome to Taz Racing Talk with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. Uh, good afternoon, wherever you might be, across this beautiful state, across Australia, across the world. It's Taz Racing Talk, and what's been a big week in the world of Tassie Racing. We're going to get Jamie Cockshut not too far away. We've got so much to get into, and we're going to kickstart it with our main man. And I don't mean Campbell Brown. He is MIA right now. Over the years, I've worked with Brownie when he goes missing. I give him 15 or 20 minutes before I really start to worry. But just Cam Luke. To kickstart your Friday on Taz Racing Talk, you can get involved via the text 0499 736 736. And there is no better way to kickstart it with the superstar in the greyhound world. I speak of Brennan Ryan. Brennan, hello to you. Hi, Cam. Yeah, it's a, it's a big week. And, um, yeah, really looking forward to the Long Cup final on Monday night. And we had the Maiden 1000 uh, held last night. And, uh, look, there was no source of an upset, but, uh, you know, it made an interesting case for the winner. Mate, you're underplaying it. Can't wait, of course, the Group 2 Ladbrokes Launceston Cup final on Monday night. It's going to be rocking. We're going to get to that. We're going to get all your best bets. But we do need to talk just very briefly. We always celebrate your wins here at Taz Racing Talk. But a little bit of a disappointment last night because the punters found self-control, unfortunately, wasn't the desired result for the punters or, most importantly, yourself. No, her, uh, her her habits that she has during the racing, it, it can bring her unstuck. And yep. when she was drawn box forward, it was going to cause a concern. But, um, look, uh, you know, if I was a handicapper, I'd love to give her the wide draw nine times out of ten, but you can't do that. It's all about computers and all that these days. So, look, um, she can, nine, about, you know, 70% of the time she can put herself into the race and she knows what to... How, you know, what, where she can place herself. So we just take one race at a time and see how we can manage her with, you know, with her traits. So while the, while the punters might have missed last night, you went in, I, I'm assuming, judging by what you just said about the uh, the box draw, that wasn't necessarily one that you were going to dip into the dollar twenty eight for? No, look, it was a... Look, on her ability-wise, like, she's run good time there and, you know, they all think, oh, she's a length or two against them. But, um, look, she does jump and then wants to shift up the track but it's not because of a wide running she she just doesn't take the corner real good she tries to line the corner up and then go down and so yeah the couple of dogs sort of um give her a good battering and yeah anyway she look overall she ran a good race and i was i was happy with it that's all that matters you can get involved wherever you might be zero four double nine seven three six Seven three six. Let's do this because you've got some very special guests lined up very shortly. Uh, one particular man who's got a huge opportunity to win the Launceston Cup final on Monday. And, of course, Trudy Williams is a big part of Launceston Greyhound Racing Club. But, as always, we like to get your uh, your ideas on how it's going to play out and uh, your best bets as well. Mate, fire away. Start wherever you want because you've been in ripping form in 2021 and I expect 2022 to be no different. Mate, what do you like? Um, look, we're going to concentrate uh, a lot on the Launceston Cup final for Monday night. And, um, look, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing the consolation because, um, you know, we we went through eight fantastic heats and every every winner had a, their own case to make that final. But the consolation itself, which is race seven on the program, it's got a good little field. And, um, 
my phone's just a little bit slow. Uh, yeah, look, I'm going to go with he. I'm going to go with St. Zach there, number four for trainer um, Butch Deverell. Look, I was really impressed with his run there. He finished second in his heat. Backed up last night in the juvenile over 340 to win. And he's a, just a nice young dog. And the box draw got him in his heat. But I think he's drawn closer to the rail. If he gets out and runs a good race, I think he should be hard to beat. There's no market at the moment. But... He should start around the third favourite with a bit of luck. Hey, it's been a big month, of course. And in fact, a little more than a month now. Probably a huge six weeks in Greyhounds in Tasmania. And uh, and leading up to it, we spoke a lot, Brennan, leading into it. We had a lot of great guests that you had lined up that the excitement was was really obvious. The excitement any time you're leading into a group one, as we had right before Christmas. But in this particular six or seven weeks, it, it is unmatched any time of the year outside of this summer period. Has the excitement leading into it and the anticipation been equaled by what has actually unfolded on track for you? Oh, it certainly has. I mean, you know, we went into the Launceston Cup unknown on how many runners we were going to have. Yep. And look, to get eight heats, that's a tremendous effort from both the interstate dogs that came. You know, we're all under COVID restrictions at the moment and travelling and all that. So we've got a good little group that came over. The locals put up a great fight, to, you know, to be into that race. And, you know, we've got a good case there where I think we've got the majority of the field. There's two interstate dogs and the rest are all uh, trained in Tasmania. So it's a great effort. And, you know, all the trainers that have, um, you know, put the polish to their dogs in lead up to the series deserve the credit because it's them that, you know, are the front line with them trying to get them ready week in, week out. All right. You've been able to get guest after guest. Creme de la creme every time to join us. And today's no different, mate. Uh, and remarkably, you always seem... If there's a situation where you're... When you're going to push a particular greyhound to win a big race, if it's the trainer's dog, well, you normally get them on before you drop that knowledge. Today you went a little earlier, but uh, your guest today is going to have a very, very exciting Monday night. He certainly is. And David Gill joins us. He's got the uh, favourite in the Launceston Cup final with Hilltop Jack. David, good morning and thanks for joining us. Good morning, guys. Pleasure to be on. Mate, it's... Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. Mate, uh, you know, it's been a big year 2021 for you and Rose with the with the outstanding crop of dogs you've got. And uh, with Hilltop Jack, it's he's certainly uh, no slouch. He's proved his record. He's won 17 from 48 starts. And, uh, you know, he's made his third group final, but he goes in with a very good chance there on Monday night. Yes, he, um, he did surprise us a little with his time. Uh, we did know, well, we do know that he, he is a fast dog. Um, but we were just wrapped the way he went, and uh, he, he's right in it now with his his draw. But it's probably the best he's gone for some time. He did run, uh, he won at Sandown over 600 metres in 34.06 uh, some time ago. And uh, he just sort of bounced back to near and all, probably a little bit better than that. So we were just wrapped on what Sue's done, you know, to quickly turn him around. So uh, we're looking forward to Monday. David, with the dog, I mean, he's he's proven there's not many, not many dogs that can come to a track first up, even though he trialled the previous week. He's taken on Launceston, which is one of the most ununique tracks in a, in the country. It looks a bit it looks a bit odd to the naked eye, but when you get a close look at it, it, it takes a special dog to handle it. And for him to get down to run 29.34, I know it was a shock, but it's proven, you know... It, it, the trip away, what it's sort of done to him, it's sort of brought him out of his skin a bit. Yeah, he might have liked the uh, just the new environment, new new surroundings, and the track. And because he did, yep. we did go to Cranbourne one one evening, and we hadn't trolled him there, and he went twenty nine ninety odd at Cranbourne. Yeah, 
Wow. So he, yeah, and he's never trialled there. And, yep. um, yeah, so he has got, he's got a big motor. Um, yep. And we aren't been sending him over to Sue and Nathan um, only because, you know, he would have a chance because we, we just found that, uh, you know, you, you send dogs interstate for group races, um, not just to make up the numbers. So you just, you sort of got to, they've got to be able to run. And uh, that's why we did send him over because he has, he can run. We know he can really go. And uh, gee, he put it together the other night. We were over the moon. David, you would have watched the the eight heats. Obviously, your fellow was a standout, but you know they've all come together. The eight the eight runners. Is there anything in particular that you took a shine against the locals, thinking, oh, you know, wow, this dog's he's going to run a real good race to our bloke. But your fellow, he does seem to have the ledger against the field on on on, on time. Yeah, looking at it on time, but you know what, we don't. Uh, I never feel. Uh, overconfident, never. It uh, doesn't matter yeah. how how much you think you might have on, on them, even here in Victoria. You know, if you you might be in a particular race, and but no, we we don't get overconfident. And uh, quick Joey Small, I could follow him for some time. Anyway, uh, I know how good he is, and if he happens to get a clear run, uh, he'll obviously go really well. Um, yeah. uh, the one off the red, Timmy Britton's off the red. Um, is going super, uh, but we, oh, one thing I am confident, guys, is is if he leads, if Hilltop Jack leads, uh, he'll be he, he will be very hard to run down because he he's one powerful dog. Um, he, what he lacks, you know, that little bit like say two lengths slower than his brother Coblenz. Yeah. Uh, he's probably two lengths slower to the first split, and that's why he's probably not been able to do what Coblenz has done. Um, yep. So that's the difference, just that two lengths. But overall ability, he, he's he's not far off Coblenz either, you know. But uh, but that was one huge run. I know twenty nine thirty four is how fast it is at Launceston. I still remember Exelia Allen when she broke yeah. the record a long, long time ago. So we, we quickly had to find out off Sue how good he had gone, like you know. So yeah. uh, uh, very exciting day. But, um, yeah, he's well drawn, so we, uh, we're expecting him to go. Well, he can miss it, though. Sometimes he, he can miss it a length, a length and a half. Yep. Uh, he will drive up hard. There's one, one good thing about Jackie. He, he does. He's a fantastic chaser, and he will drive yep. hard. Too. It, uh, yeah, even with a bit of buffeting going on, he might, but he still will really go. Um, so we're looking forward to it because... We're in a Launceston Cup. I think it was someone said the other uh, on the um, website. You know, we're in it. They remembered last. Oh, uh, Acker's boy won it with Big Moose was in it. A dog yeah. called Big Moose, and we had Winfrey last, and we missed out. We missed out there, and um, then recently, yeah, with the Devonport Cup and Hobart Thousand running placing. So it would be nice. We're really excited. We're actually. I'm flying over Monday because I'm. Uh, quite excited about uh, being at the meeting um, and uh, watching Jack run. No, certainly no. We look forward to having your company there, David, on track. And, yeah, talking about Winfrey last, I mean, that was your first runner in the Launceston Cup and obviously that would have um, brought, you know, 
memories to bring and you know tra- traveling in a state is hard to do and you've got to have the right dog and all that sort of thing but you're qualified and yeah hopefully you can uh, get a bit closer in the placings i know winfrey last finished i think fourth in that final that year yeah that's right yeah she was a brilliant little greyhound and uh had box six by memory and jumped nice and it just shows you, even if you jump nice, jump well for her. She was a powerful bitch. And, but uh, I think Big Mooch was out wide and he just gave her no peace. And yeah. he was a big dog by memory, uh, hence his name, yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah so he, I blocked out. And my family, we actually all flew over that, that particular night. So we yep. haven't been back uh, for a while in Launceston. Certainly Hobart and Devonport we have been, but... Yep. Um, no, it's great to be there. Um, and this guy, I, he does deserve a group, a group two or a group final. Uh, he has been unlucky fourth in the maturity. Uh, Cranbourne Classic, I think it was. And he, he's, yeah, he's good enough. And very probably with the brakes, uh, you know, to pull one off. So hopefully yeah. it's Monday. No, certainly. No, we look forward, and you know, David, it's been an absolute pleasure to have your, you know, your dogs here, and uh, it's added a lot of, you know, popularity because it's hard with all these group races on at the moment everywhere and the big prize money. It's great to have, you know, yourself come along with your dogs, and yeah, hopefully you can uh, come away with a good reward there on Monday night. Yeah, well, let's hope so. I'm uh, uh, really hoping this guy can do it because he's got the opportunity to. You, you know, we've found that you've yeah. got to draw. Draw well, and Sue and Nathan have done a mighty job with him. He's just settled in well, and because it's not easy for our dogs, because we, we we do well because we welcome them. Uh, they're with us from the day they're born, and it's not easy. It's, as you said before, uh, you know you, when you're travelling with dogs and that, you might have the dog sometimes, but it doesn't mean uh, they can do the job because there's a lot of things going behind the scenes, and and sometimes it doesn't work out. Um, because uh, that's old, that's uh, flesh and blood, and um, yeah. they're with us a long time. But uh, no, this guy's adapted beautifully, and he's gone as good as he's ever gone. So we're hoping. Yeah, for sure, David. Now uh, we look forward to catching up with you on Monday night. And Cam, before we let David go, is there anything you want to ask? No, just want to uh, wish him luck. Always appreciate so many of the participants coming on, having a chat to us uh, a couple of days out from huge races. Uh, so, Dave, uh, I know you're getting over there and the restrictions have been lifted in the last couple of months right around the country, which allows you know owners of uh, connections of all, be it greyhounds, thoroughbreds or harness racing horses, to be able to get into particular states and uh, reap the benefits of the hard work while being on course, mate. So enjoy it on Monday night and good luck. Yeah, oh, let's hope so. Yeah, thanks, Cam. Well, thanks for having us on. Thanks, Brennan. Anytime, mate. He's a superstar. Brennan, you always get the creme de la creme guests and no different on the other side of the break. I know you're going to hang around. Trudy Williams to join us. It's a big night, of course, in the Launceston Greyhound Racing Club. They are full of a great committee, and Trudy's one of the members there, and she's going to join us on the other side of this. Taz Racing Talk, wherever you might be, you can get involved. 0499 736 736. Plenty more next. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. That's right, Taz Racing Talk. No Campbell Brown today, just Cam Luke. Brennan Ryan in the house as well, though. And, of course, Brennan, you're always able to get the biggest and best guests. And we cannot wait for what's going to be unfolding on Monday night. And someone's about to join us who has a huge hand in how successful not just this night is, but the Launceston Greyhound Club is. 
Yeah, well, our guest coming up now is uh, Trudy Williams, and Trudy is a member of the Launceston Ground Racing Club Committee and plays a, an integral part in uh, some great projects that have happened over the last 12, 18 months. And Trudy, I know you're busy with work, so we do appreciate your time joining us on uh, Taz Racing Talk. Hi, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problems at all. Good to be here. Trudy, it's um, you know, you've been a part of ground racing, you know, following your mum and dad around with the dogs, and obviously you understand all too well what the Launceston Cup's all about. So, to have your opportunity and be involved on the committee, and you know, seeing this big race go ahead must uh, be really exciting. Yeah, look, it's wonderful. Um, I was very fortunate enough to be bred in, um, born into a family that's had greyhounds. And, um, yeah, I just love it. And so to see, I had the opportunity to help attract, you know, mainland um, trainers to come across and get everything together and try and get some locals um, to attend on the night and sort of what we can offer and, yeah, just evolve, I guess, as the years go on to making sure that what we offer on the night caters to, you know, the community and what's happening. Yeah, certainly. Trudy, um, your dad, if my memory corrects, Wayne, he made a <laughs> Launceston cut with uh, a dog by the name with a ring. She's capable? Yeah, we sure Good. she is. Uh, we made it to one, but unfortunately, yeah, a bit of trouble in the race. And um, Yeah, she managed to, I think, ran third at the time. But, yeah, it's a great excitement. It means so much to run in a cup. And I think that's the good part, building up to Monday night, like, you just know the trainers you put so much into making these big feature races so yeah it should be a great one on Monday really excited for it and from a committee's point of view obviously you know people think oh it's just one race meeting and you know bam over it goes but it's not it's about three to four months planning in advance and you know there's advertising and you know a lot of things that go involved and there would have been a lot of discussions obviously you know trying to work around with COVID regulations but the committee would have had some sort of focus you know you know the main thing is we could we can put on an event no matter the situation yeah absolutely um we've got a great little team with the committee with uh, some new faces joining us so different kind of vibe now but um we've all sort of worked together really well to um, organise these things in between our own commitments. Um, but, yeah it's, yeah, it's exciting because I think we're going to offer a couple of competitions on the night. Um, so um, simply picking the correct finishing order of the eight dogs in the cup, um, chance to win $5,000. Um, there's also a $500 sort of closest to get to that. Um, we have an owner for a day experience um, and we have some great prizes um, in regards to that one as well, which... Um, ben Clark, who's recently come on, who's our vice chairman now, has done some really hard good work um, sourcing out those prizes and Carol Martin as well. So, um, yeah, under the leadership of John Newson, of course, we've got a great team and a lot of hard work and a lot of communication. But, yeah, hopefully it, it all pays off on Monday night. I tell you what, Cam, five thousand dollars. I think you and I can do our homework and try and split, put that field in order. Well, well, we're going to try. That's one thing for certain. But uh, it, it's such a great, it's such a great initiative, and it just adds. And we, we say this a lot. So, uh, and this is this is just an absolute credit to everyone involved, not just at Launceston, but at Tasmanian Racing all around. The the different things you know, the 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 creative innovations around race nights and a lead up to it and we're going to get to what is happening on the Saturday night in a moment but the very fact is it just adds so much to what is already a wonderful event but it gives an opportunity for even more people to get involved in different ways yeah absolutely and also we're going to have um, gaps there on the night as well so having a couple of the retired greyhounds 
um, there as well to enjoy the night. Um, should add a bit more as well. So, yeah, it, it should make for a great night. Absolutely. We can't wait. Now, and leads into a big weekend, and I'll let you take this over, Brennan, because I know you've got a huge part of what's happening tomorrow night. Uh, yes, we've got the uh, Greyhound of the Year Awards dinner and myself and Duncan Dornoff will be uh, doing the joint hosting duties and um, that's another great event and uh, Trudy can speak well and truly for that. I mean, Trudy, it's it's a great night because it recognises not only the top Greyhound for the Year Award but it recognises the you know the leading female uh, breeding female, the sire and well, we already know who trainer of the year is. I mean, it goes to our great <laughs> mate Anthony Bollock for the 14th time, I think. But, uh, you know, overall, it's a, a great night for a good recognition for the industry. Yeah, it really is. And it's just an opportunity for everyone to just relax, um, have a bit of time to really look at back at what we've accomplished over the year. And, yeah, it, it should be a really good night. Really looking forward to it. And, yeah, while we mention Anthony there, I'm pretty excited as a, he's on our committee and also with a runner in the cup on Monday night. So we're all pretty excited about that as well. Yeah, certainly. Trudy, it's, um, you know, it's great to see your involvement. In it. And Ken, Trudy did lead a, a fundraising night for uh, Speak Up Stay Chatty, which was an organisation for, for men, you know, going through depression and mm. and other things. And Trudy raised... like. Trudy, I remember the figure of the, the money, but she done a lot of incentives trying to get people to donate. She got trainers to... It was a cold night. She got them to parade their dogs to the boxes in pairs of shorts and and um, all different things. I got her a winner in the last race from number four and, and all that sorts of things. So, yeah, she she's, a, in a, in a, you know, thinking ahead for, you know, the future and, and trying to keep the community involvement. And doing an amazing job too. You should be congratulated and very proud of all the great work you're doing, Trudy, both uh, with the Greyhound Club and everything else as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, just to add on to that one, yeah, we did raise $7,500, but it was the trainers, the people there on the night. They were so generous and were so keen to get involved with something. So without the good people in the industry, you can't make anything happen. So we're really lucky to have such good participants. Well, Trudy, before we... Oh, sorry. No, nah, far away, Brent. Far away. <laughs> One more question, Trudy, before we let you go. Can we get an early tip from the cup now? I know you're leading to lock and loaded, but is there something that, you know, you could steam out to the punters there? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's my head and my heart, isn't there? Um, I'm going to go with quick Joey Small. I think things might get a little tight in the run and it just might sneak a good run home. And, yeah, going to go with the local. Yeah, for sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a wonderful night. Trudy, uh, again, congratulations and, and continually they're doing the great work, not just over this weekend as we lead towards the, the big race on Monday night, but going forward. So make sure you uh, continue to be very proud of yourself and everyone uh, that works with you do a, a wonderful job and we thank you for it. Thank you very much. Brilliantly done. There we go. This is going to be a huge night as uh, we head towards Launceston Cup, the Group 2 Ladbrokes Launceston Cup on Monday night. Trudy Williams there. Of course, the Greyhound of the Year Awards tomorrow night. And it is going to be a huge night, Brennan. You're so heavily involved. And if somebody did miss it, your tips again for Monday night, mate, before we let you go. Well, I'll start directly into the cup. I'm going to tip um, I'm going to tip Hilltop Jack for uh, trainer David Gill. I think he's got the draw and a good chance. I think Quick Joey Small could be there, you know, as our top local representative. It's going to make a good race. And then in the consolation, I'm going to go in race seven with St. Jack number four. All right, beautifully done. At SN underscore track, all our tips are up there as well. Brennan, have a wonderful weekend, mate. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you this time next week. 
Thanks, Cam. Appreciate it, and have a good weekend. Superstar, Brennan Ryan. Thank you to uh, Trudy Williams and David Gale for joining us, as well as we head towards the Ladbrokes Group 2 Launceston Cup on Monday night. A very quick break for the news. You can get involved whenever you like. 0499 736 736. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. Cam Luke here for your Friday afternoon. Taz Racing Talk. You can get involved. 0499 736 736. We do it all thanks to Ladbrokes. It's been a big weekend. It's got a huge couple of days ahead of us. Of course, all the tips, Brendan Ryan, Jamie Cockshut, whoever it might be, gives us a little bit of an indication of what they like at SN underscore track. If you do miss them, we get a podcast as well. Always on our socials at SN underscore track. Jamie Cockshut, he's in ripping form as always. Hello, Jamie. How you going, mate, Cam? Good, mate. Good, good. You know what? I think this might be the first time we've spoken this year. I know we're nearly into February, mate, but happy new year. I've been missing a few shows and... Uh, it's taken a little while to get back into the, the swing of things, mate. But happy New Year to you. Yeah, same to you, mate. Yeah, let's just hope 2022 is going to be um, profitable and fruitful for everybody out there. And more than anything, we all have good health. It's going to take a big effort for it to be as profitable as 2021 was for you, mate. But let's start it in the uh, in the best possible way. We've got, of course, Launceston on Sunday. Before we look at that, though, Hobart on Wednesday... One man. One man was dominant. If the punters didn't follow him in, they weren't finding a winner. No, you're not wrong, but he did have a big re- I think he had 63 starters of about oh, 85, like 90 horses, mate. So he did have a massive representation. So, but at the end of the day, you still got to get the winners. And I think ben, he'd been trained six out of the seven. He won the Norfolk Cup again, which he won last year with a horse called James Dean, and he backed it up this year. Uh, we have a horse called Where You've Been, mate. So, no, congratulations to him. And, yeah, no, it's a massive day. Six out of seven winners, mate, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's one of those days that, hey, you know what, trainers and owners and jockeys and probably even punters, a lot of times they leave a particular track and they're not ever satisfied. But if you leave six of seven, surely when you're rolling out with the truck, you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I've had a nice day. Oh, yeah, that's because they don't get much better than that, mate. Only seven out of seven. That's very true. All right, let's have a look towards Launceston on Sunday, mate. What are you, uh, 48 hours out? Uh, what are you liking? Um, Launceston, the best bet comes up in race two, number three. A horse called Joe the Bookie. He had one start for one win. Had a little bit of a freshen up. Um, he'll just be winning, Cam, but the price is going to be the problem, mate. Mm. You know, a bit of luck, I open him up even money, but it wouldn't shock me if he gets into a log of fifty even. But he will be winning, so a winner's a winner. That's uh, all that matters. Yeah, no, it is, mate. The value plays come up. Race four, number 12, demand respect. He got the job done for us last week. He got out the $4, which was pretty good odds, to be honest. But, and, you know, he should do the same again. But this is a bit stronger race. It's the final of the Harry Holgate Memorial. Um, got a tricky draw to overcome, but um, I still think he can get the job done, you know, Range when Ricky Duggan's just have to make the right move at the right time and, yeah, he, he can win at $4. Um, head over to the following race. Race 5, number 7, Laura Major. Um, driven by the young fellow, Lee Mulder, who's, you know, driving really well. He's drawn 7. Um, bit of speed inside him, so last time he led through it, so I'm sure they'll try similar tactics and it's just going to come down to how much work he's got to do to get to the pegs. If he gets there about doing too much, I think he'll go very close to winning around the $4 or $5 mark. 
And over to race 10, number 6, Iron Forest. Uh, like I've, I've mentioned before, um, it's not going to be a very good watch because he stops and starts and everything, yeah. but he will, you know, should get out of $4. You know, someone offered me $8 yesterday, and I wish he did that. He did let me have it, but he didn't. Um, what, he so he offered, away, offered it to you, then just ripped it away from you? Yeah, because you know, I tipped him as one of my better bets on the night. But I can understand enough. where he's come from, mate, because he's hit and missed his horse. But I'm just hoping he's he's hit on Sunday night. If he does go away, he can prove too strong for his rivals, rivals at around the $4 mark. A um, couple of odds. Race three, number nine, forgot the wallet. You know, I wish we forgot the wallet every time we went out. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice. Sure. <laughs> uh, but getting back to the horse, hasn't got much form to recommend. But it's a good trailing draw. And... She was a much better last start. She showed that bit of high speed she's got, even though she knocked up late. If they could just hold her together up to the top of the straight and let her pull her out of the you know the 250 metre mark, I think she'll go very close to winning it, probably 12 or 14 to one. And race seven number eight, El John. This is a tough race. Um, he'll get out to 21, 26 dollars. Trained by Benyal, but he's going to get a soft run on the pegs. And if they do run along up front. Don't be surprised to see the old fella get out late and you know, hit the line strongly at good odds. Oh, jeez, I'll tell you what, there's a few there. We might backtrack in a minute uh, after we've had our special guest on at SN underscore track. Geordie at the back furiously typing Jamie's ideas as we head towards the Launceston on Sunday. But uh, as always, Jamie, been able to get us a really good guest. Yeah, we've got Todd Rattray on board today, mate. And, you, know, you know, Todd's one of the leading players in Tasmania and, you know, stable's going, been going okay in recent months. Todd, hello to you. Yeah, mate. How are you? Doing really well, mate. Really well, as uh, as Jamie just spoke about. Uh, stable's in pretty good form. You must be fairly happy with it, where it's all sitting. Uh, yeah, it's starting to go a bit better. Um, the horse has had a bit of a virus, so um, hopefully they're starting to improve off that, and um, hopefully they keep keep improving. <laughs> well, we'll start in race one, Toddy. You've got um, star watching. You're driving up for Kate McLeod, you know. Resumed from a good draw. Um, did win two out of his last three. Got a bit of gate speed, but I reckon you'd be happy to take a sit, just sit behind the leader and, and just hope the gaps open up at the right time. But, you know, it's definitely got an each-way chance. Yeah, I haven't really talked to the trainer yet, but um, obviously got a little bit of good form, but um, obviously hasn't had a trial either. So um, they probably need the run and uh, probably more racing experience to, to make a horse sort of thing. Well, we head across to race two. You got a horse called Magician. You know, it's been good in both fronts, to be honest. Um, has he surprised you a little bit in both fronts today? Um, his last run, he should, probably should have won. The, uh, the leader in front of me just stopped and got all the way to last and ran home and ran second. So it was probably a good effort. Um, he's improving all the time. So um, uh, the one around he lives is probably the hardest to beat, but. Um, hopefully he can get a good run. Yeah, no, he's got, definitely got an each way chance. I think Joe the Bookie's definitely the one to beat, but you know, don't be surprised if Magician you know, hit the line strongly and you know, take a chance with the right trip. Um, across the race three, you've got Marcella. Um, two starts for two eights, but draws a pole, um, taking on some of the older horses, but you know, it's, it's a pretty plain race, so does she have any ability and can she improve from the pole? Yeah, she does. I actually thought she was going to get in the race last time and she got knocked over on the last turn. So um, I think of form uh, shouldn't be like it is, but um, yeah, hopefully she can 
go like she works at home and uh, she might be in the finish then. We'll go through to the feature race tonight. We've got the Harry Holgate Memorial. You've got, you've got two good each way chances. Uh, Mazazu and Hillbilly Band. Uh, Mazazu's always thereabouts. He'll, he'll push forward from where he's drawn and Hillbilly Band's drawn a touch wide, so I'm not sure where he's going to end up, whether he's going to push forward or go back. But they've both got each way chances in what is a very good race. Yeah, I thought Mazazu was pretty good last day. I think they went 158 for the mile over the trip, so... Um, yeah, he's pretty strong, so hopefully he can be up there, thereabouts, and rolling, rolling, rolling them along. But um, he'll be only van. He probably got home better than most of them on the night. Um, so uh, he'll need a good run from seven, obviously. But uh, wouldn't surprise me if he got in it as well. Then we go over to probably your best chance of the night um, in the stand start discretion. You got Isaiah, which was. Great to see him get back into some form last start. And he did look pretty sharp when he was able yeah, to pull the top and sprint away from his rivals. Yeah, he was. He was good at the Devonport Cup. Um, he just couldn't get a run and um, got wide on the uh, down the back straight. Um, got into some uh, trouble sort of thing. But um, his last start was pretty good. Uh, felt good over the line and um, hopefully he can bring that form um, on Sunday. So out of the out of the five of them, mate, uh, out of the six of them, to be honest, um, what, what's the best of your your winning chances on Sunday night for the listeners out there? Um, probably Isaiah, but uh, Kedar went pretty good last start too. So um, oh, yeah. probably Isaiah. Isaiah is a, a good chance if he gets away properly and um, yes, gets a good run. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on Kadar. You know, like he, he he goes around in race seven, and he was impressive last time when when he found the lead. Um, he's drawn a touch wide, and, and it's a pretty good race. You got Bounty in, who was um, yeah, he was super winning at Devonport last start. And so, what will the tactics be on on Sunday night with Kadar from the from the the wide draw? Uh, probably leave it up to the driver how he feels, but um, hopefully they run a bit early and. Um, if he gets a good run, he, he should be in it. He's he, uh, been working pretty good for a while now and obviously he went good at Devonport. So um, hopefully he's on the up and um, he, he should be a nice horse the way he works. So um, hopefully he brings that as well. Good news, Todd. Yeah. Probably a huge Sunday at Launceston. I'm going to jump in here, mate, because James, we're going to get uh, a little move on, mate. But as always, Todd, we appreciate your time. Good luck for Sunday. No worries, mate. Thanks. Todd, uh, Todd, thank you. Jamie, thank you. We'll get all your tips up at SN underscore track. You have a wonderful weekend, mate, and enjoy uh, Launceston on Sunday. Love you, Cam. Take care. Beautifully done. We'll get to a break. Glenn Stevenson to join us on the other side of this. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. And what has been a big Friday, mainly because I don't know where Campbell Brown is. But uh, hopefully he's going to join me in around 15 minutes' time when we get stuck into uh, a big Friday. This is all thanks to Ladbrokes, Taz Racing Talk. Uh, Glenn Stevenson, we've been trying to get hold of him. He's got a fair bit going on at the moment, so we're just trying to uh, uh, get him. We're unable to reach him so far, but, geez, hasn't he had a huge week? A monstrous week. So much uh, really on Wednesday night. It was a great night on Wednesday night. Launceston was jumping. 
Brownie and I were in the studio. The crew were out at the Terrelgan Cup as well. But Launceston was going nuts. Really good win. Really big go for $2 Tom as well. First has he start fives in around two forty two fifty on Ladbrokes. Won nicely. Uh, uh, reward Achiever, who I really pushed. Brownie refused to listen. He refused to listen. And in the end, it was a, uh, a, a pretty comfortable win. He got backed into $2.25. But I do want to talk, and I was hoping to have a chat to Glenn. We might try and get him again next week uh, with him being so busy today. But I'll, I'm interested around Turk Warrior. Of course, we got uh, those races, those three-year-old and four-year-old Magic Millions races in Launceston on the 20th of Feb. That was kind of the idea. Of course, Alpine Wolf, I'll talk about him in a moment. He was so brilliant in just letting loose and beating him in the Guineas a couple of weeks ago. Now, he went out and, and won the Launceston Guineas on Wednesday night. And the 2,100 metres seem to be right on the cusp for Alpine Wolf. But Turk Warrior is an interesting one as to where he's going to go. So if we don't get a chance to get to Glenn Stevenson today, which looks like we're going to fall a little bit short, we are going to have an opportunity uh, to have a catch up with him in the next couple of weeks because I'm very interested on Turk Warrior. Alpine Wolf, though, it was one of those races on Wednesday night. It looked like uh, he had it sewn up. He cruised to the top at the top of the straight and was about to let loose. But in the end, uh, he was very, very lucky not to get run down. And we'll see where he goes next. In fact, Glenn has been, uh, we've been able to get a hold of him. He's a very busy man and we appreciate his time as always. Uh, Glenn, welcome. G'day, guys. How are you? Doing really well, mate. Uh, I won't keep you long, mate, but I was just saying, hell of a week. Really nice. Really nice. We'll talk about I'm Wesley in a moment, but a really nice night at Launceston Wednesday. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, you know, a few of the boys had a bit of a go on the punt too, so uh, everyone's pretty happy with that. <laughs> I, I just, just saying that we were in the studio here on Wednesday night, $2 Tom, fives into two fifty at Ladbrokes, and uh, Reward Achiever got backed into two twenty five. So you had a, a couple of people being able to find them, which uh, makes everyone happy. Yeah, no, I um, I think the, the one the first we were really keen on, and um, Matty Brown sent that over, it was a Christmas present because it's a... He's a bit of a, a handful of horse, but um, he actually didn't have a bet, Matty. He said, if I bet, it'll get boot. And anyway, so he was right and it won. Hey, just, just on that, and this is a question I ask a, a lot of people, when you get to send a particular horse in, in whatever circumstance it is, and there's a lot of different ways of which you can pick one up that's already been running, how long does it take you to sort of understand it enough to be able to get the best performance out of it? Uh, some some are really quick quick and then and the other ones sort of they go they can go for a system over there in Melbourne and uh, you've just sort of got to freshen them up and it takes a bit of time but uh, this bloke just he just had a pig attitude and um, and I think the beach and the waves and uh, a bit of consistency with him and we didn't take him out onto the track until he went with the pony because he just he just flips out yep. he, he'll just jack up and. Uh, but hopefully, I still think he's probably six months off, so uh, he, he could pick a few more up. There we go, and that's uh, that's a very good sign. Uh, retirement for Owen Wesley. He's been a, he was a he was a grand old horse. Fifteen wins, around six hundred k in his career. He was one that every time he rolled on out, you were going to get the best out of him, and he was able to do that time in time out. Yeah, look, uh, we we really put a lot of work into him to get him to the new market first up. Uh, a lot of gallops, uh, a lot of jump outs, and uh, look. We pretty well, for a horse had been off the scene so long, we thought we had him pretty well right. And I probably made a mistake going to the conquering. I probably should have given him a, a ten, sort of 10 days in the paddock and, and just aimed at the shorter races. But uh, And he pulled up all right from the conquering. But uh, after a gallop, I think it was a week after, and he just had a little bit of heat in his good leg. And, and uh, we decided then that, like, he's actually 
out to, to one of the owner's wives. He's a, a pony clubber, yep. and uh, he's going to go through the system, but he's he's um, retired sound, which is a, Good. a fantastic thing. Yeah, it's 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 half the battle, and uh, that is great news. He'll have a, uh, a a very fruitful life ahead of him after he's been great, so great for uh, not just connections and yourself, but also for the punters right across Tassie. Quick one before we let you go, mate. Turk Warrior, what's the update there? So he'll he'll go around. I'd say in the uh, a three-year-old seventy-five thousand dollars handicap, which is twelve hundred, is an option of the Magic Millions race as well, the fourteen, yep. but. I'd say he'll go to the 1200. And look, if he um, if if he goes well, and I think he will go well in that, uh, we we might just venture over, try and pick some sort of no, nothing flash, just a race that we can fit him into, whether it's a benchmark 80 something or, but just to give him the trip away because mm-hmm. he's had a, a little freshen up and break, and he's actually he, he'll uh, he'll have a gallop tomorrow, but. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll be running Cup Day, I would say. Be- cup Day. Beautifully done. Plenty of options for a horse of that talent as well as we head towards it, mate. Uh, as always, we know how busy you are and we appreciate you jumping on the line and have a quick chat to us. Uh, and we'll no doubt we'll do it again in the next couple of weeks, mate. Thanks, Glenn. Uh, good, good go. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Glenn Stevenson, superstar trainer and Turk Warrior. Good news there as we head towards a race. Uh, we know how talented he is and getting him to the mainland. I, I was just going to say, Alpine Wolf. I, I look, I understand everything has to go 100% right to make the move, and we're going to see what happens. You think the Derby's probably where he's possibly going to head, but I'd like to see the slight little freshen up and go to that Australian Guineas. A mile at Flemington. I think he's deserved an opportunity. He's been brilliant. He was brilliant to beat Turk Warrior a couple of weeks ago. The 2100 sent him right out, freshen him up, get him to the mile at Flemington. Again, the Tasmanians have been able to go there on that particular day at that particular track and be brilliant. I'm talking about Mystic Journey in particular in recent times. Where's Brownlee? Let's find out on the other side of this. Trackside, next.